0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. Today is a workout Wednesday. I'm talking about arm training, more specifically the bicep muscles. So I'm doing more of a a top five exercise kind of episode today, going back to that format. Let me know what you think. You can comment on YouTube. This is going to be also in the videos on YouTube as a video uh, podcast episode and if you're listening on itunes you can leave a review let me know what you think it'd mean a lot if you left a five-star rating and to do that just go to your search function in itunes or your podcast app search fitness food and freedom or jordan stoltz whichever you prefer click on the triple f logo and click on ratings and reviews you can leave a five-star review from there and a written review if you choose to but you don't have to And I appreciate everyone listening. Welcome to our new listeners. And let's get down to the show. It's a workout Wednesday where I talk about bicep training, the gun show.
1: Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the Mic today. Your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Workout Wednesday. What was that? Workout Wednesday. Say it one more time, please. Workout Wednesday.
0: It is a Workout Wednesday, and I'm Jordan Stoltz. I'm back with another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. It's Wednesday, which means fitness tip time, and it's a Workout Wednesday where I'm talking about workout examples, tips, and uh, programming. So today I'm talking about arm training. I'm talking about the biceps specifically. How do you grow stronger biceps, bigger biceps, toned biceps, if that's what you're after, um, depending how you want to define that. Um so there's lots of different ways I'm gonna go over today some things about arm training, some things about the biceps, and really just kind of finish off with my top five exercises, the great stuff. I'm gonna go over more quickly to my exercises than a little than normal. I'm gonna talk talk more about just arm training in general. So I just want to thank everybody for listening and ask you to leave a review. Please, it really helps the show, especially as it begins. So please leave a review if you haven't done so. And check out the show on all of our platforms. So we have it on YouTube, on iTunes, on Google Play Music, Stitcher uh, for Android users. Uh, on the YouTube channel, also have some vlogs. So there's three vlogs up now. Um, as of this last Monday, the third one went up. So go check that out. Um, And those are different. Those are kind of just like bonus content, daily vlog, day in the life, full day of eating kind of videos. So you can check those out. Usually run about 10 minutes, um, kind of a fun watch. So, um, also I just wanted to say a quick apology if, uh, if you hear some dogs growling and barking in the background today, I'm recording this in the apartment today, and the dogs have not been for a walk or to the park yet, so they are wound up. So after this, I'm taking them out for their, I guess, workout on the wor- Workout Wednesday episode, so they will be able to go to the park and get some exercise. So they might be making some racket, but hopefully you can still concentrate on what I'm saying. And I'm going to start out today uh, just talking about how to work the arms and the best way to work the arms.
1: Workout Wednesday.
0: So when you're training the arms, and remember I'm talking about the biceps. So when you're training the arms, you need to keep this in mind though that arm size is really based on a couple things, right? So it's based on I'm gonna say three things. It's based on number one, genetics. So genetics play a huge role in how easily your arms respond. If they're stubborn, um, if you're a male and you're trying to get bigger arms, uh, it's very, very, very genetically based. So you'll see, you know, big arms in your whole family, or you're able to grow size on your arms easily. For some people, it's super hard, and uh, for some people will just kind of genetically have skinnier arms, but that doesn't mean you can't grow them. There's still ways and there's still uh, techniques that will help grow them. Number two, uh, after, after genetics, is body fat levels. That's something I wanted to talk about as well, is that if you have slightly higher body fat, your arms are going to appear bigger. Now, they might not be that you know toned look where they kind of ripple, uh, or they have that dip, But a higher body fat is going to give you bigger arms because you're going to store more in the arms. If you're like most people, the first place you lose your body fat is in your arms, especially if you're a male, uh, which isn't necessarily a good thing. I'm sure most men would want to lose it off their belly and keep whatever's on their arms just to keep more size. Um, But that's usually not the way it works. You'll lose it off your arms and legs first, and then uh, the belly will be last. So body fat will make your arms look a little bit bigger. My third one is the triceps i'm talking about biceps today which is uh the the let's go over quick what they do The bicep is like the arm flexor i guess so you're bringing your your hand closer to your shoulder right so think of a curl you're bringing your hand closer to your shoulder the tricep is an arm extender where you're putting your hand away from your shoulder or you're flexing the back of your arm. So biceps on the front of your arm, triceps on the back. Now tricep size really dictates a lot about your total arm size, your total arm look, just because the triceps is much much bigger muscle group. You can hear it in the word tri, so there's three different heads, and bi means two, so you have more muscle group, or more muscle in your triceps, so you have about two-thirds of your arm almost are made up of the tricep muscle, about one-third is made up of your bicep muscle. So when people say, you know, I'm going to get big arms and they do curls constantly, that's not really reaching your total arm size. You could because the triceps will grow much bigger and account for much more arm size. I'm talking about biceps today, but I wanted to put that in there just so you're aware that training the biceps the way I'm talking about won't get you huge jacked arms because triceps really make up for a lot of that. And something else um, I wanted to talk about was was tone, so I talked about body fat levels making your arms bigger, uh, what the muscles are in the arms, and a common term, especially in women, um, is they want toned arms, right, so they want not big arms, but they want muscle that you can see, so they want you know maybe a curve in their arms, no flab, n- nothing hanging down, when they say toned arms, what tone really is, toned isn't a way your muscles respond. Toned is just a concept uh, that's given a word like toned. So what it really is though, is, uh, it's developed muscle. So strong muscles, big muscles, I guess. And for a woman, they're not going to puff up. So you don't really have to worry about that. Um, unless you're taking steroids basically so strong dense muscle which would come from strength training and then low body fat levels those those things coupled together does make up tone so if you you know have here's someone that has toned arms or someone wants to have toned arms like this person most likely they work out their arms they have pretty strong dense muscular arms and then low enough body fat levels that it doesn't hide that muscle so Tone just basically means revealing the muscle that is there, and there's a few different ways to work uh, the biceps, and I want to talk about those. So, a couple important factors when training the biceps. Um, I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over three of them. Okay, so number one is that you're working different ranges of motion. With your biceps, okay? So that means um, maybe you're just doing, if you're thinking of a curl, think of a barbell curl. So you're holding a bar in front of your body, it's resting against your legs, you curl it up uh, to your chin, let's say. That's a full barbell curl. Uh, lower range of motion would be just the first 90 degrees. Uh, The top end range of motion would be maybe from your elbow being at 90 degrees to the bar going up to your chin. So you have different ranges of motion. There's different exercises that stress those ranges of motion. So you might have an exercise, which I'll go over my top five, but you might have an exercise where you're having a stretch in the bicep. That would be like a seated curl where at the end of the range of motion, your bicep feels stretched. So you have that weight pulling your arms straight and you got to curl the hardest part of the curl would be from that stretch position you might also have um, an exercise where the stretch is a little bit easier so it gets harder when you hit about 90 degrees or at the very top that could be anything with like a band or a cable where the resistance increases as you come to that contracted position also you might uh, have an exercise where you 'd completely take out that stretch position so you 're just going from ninety to the top and i 'll go over a great exercise for that in my top five this what i 'm calling number two but it 's super similar is your elbow in different positions so you want to work your biceps uh, you know sometimes with your elbows behind your body sometimes with your elbows at your body sometimes with your elbows in front of your body so try to imagine the same curl think of a dumbbell curl so you're just curling it up to your face you have maybe you're seated on an incline bench you have the arm behind your body and that would be your elbow behind your body that's going to create more stretch if the elbow is completely in front of your body it's very minimal stretch you're not going to have much at all and if it's right next to your body that's kind of your classic mid range kind of stretch so that all when I say different ranges of motion, different stretches. Um, It all really is elbow position, but I'm calling that number two. Number three is completely different. Number three is frequency. So the biceps, like I said, only a third of your arm, they're a pretty small muscle group. They actually serve as a secondary muscle to to a lot of movements like back exercises, pull-ups, things like that are really working your biceps as a secondary muscle to your back. Now, because it's such a small muscle group, it's in your arms, which really don't take up a lot of your body, you can do things if your arms are tired or sore, so that's not really going to hinder you, and um, it's just not a very large muscle in general, they're small, they're not made up of a lot of muscle fibers. So, because of this, you're allowed to train them with much more frequency. This this really applies to those smaller muscle groups, you know, like forearms, biceps, calves, um, even triceps, with these smaller muscle groups, you can train more often and they're going to develop a lot faster and you're going to really become good at those movements you're doing. So for example, I'll give a couple examples, baseball players, for example, if you watch baseball or just see a picture of a baseball player. They'll have pretty muscular forearms, right? Because they're swinging the bats all the time. Yes, they do direct forearm work. Uh, I know that for a fact, but a lot of the forearm strength and size just comes from constantly working them in practice and games. So they're getting a lot of stimulation and a lot of frequency in, in those small muscle groups. Another one you can think of is uh, mechanics would have pretty strong toned forearms from, you know, their tightening things with wrenches all the time they're loosening tight things and they're picking up heavy stuff this is just going to have the same kind of effect lots of frequency working a lot on those forearms and biceps um, another example would be a construction worker or a farmer you're getting a lot of heavy lifting in, hammering uh, you know, carrying the heavy things across a farm, if you're a farmer construction workers, maybe you're carrying concrete blocks or something like that these things you do all day, every day. You don't see construction workers worrying about overtraining. You don't see farmers, you know, stressing about recovery for their arms. They just do the work they have to, getting in a lot of frequency. And most of the time, you know, they'll have pretty pretty strong, pretty muscular arms because of this. They're getting a lot of work in uh, just throughout their day. So that's something you can apply to your own training is if you want to train them, you know, several times a week, You're free to do that as long as the intensity is low enough. So you can give them a lot of stimulation, do a lot of activities throughout your day that would also stimulate your biceps, you know, hobbies, you know, rock climbing. Maybe you like to, um, I can't, uh, rock climbing is a really good one. Maybe you're working a job where you're using your biceps, all these different things. Maybe you just want to exercise them more frequently so you can, you know, do a couple sets of, band curls once in a while just to add more frequency there's lots of ways to add frequency to your arms and that's going to have a very big effect on how well your biceps develop
1: stuff jordan loves and
0: i'm talking about arm training today i'm talking about biceps and i talked a lot about forearms baseball players construction workers farmers these kind of things so i wanted to touch on a great tool for arm development strength and especially grip strength so let me preface this by saying if you're doing barbell curls you're doing bicep exercises pull-ups chin-ups um you know rope climbs and then just normal curls your forearm strength is going to have a big effect on how well you can do these exercises how well your biceps will be stimulated by the progressive overload if you have weak forearms it's going to be really hard to progress in your bicep movements and um, your biceps really, since they're using your elbow, right, you're flexing your elbow, you really want to keep that elbow healthy. You don't want to have it have any kind of um, any kind of overtraining symptoms, any kind of overuse injuries, tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, those kind of things could just be detrimental to your training. So, my stuff Jordan loves today are a tool called Fat Grips, okay, and these are... Basically just sold, I think they're sold maybe on Amazon, also on Fat Grips website. Great arm tool, one of my favorites. I always have them in my gym bag and I like to put these on any exercise. Basically what they are is just this uh, rubber handle, so it's a rubber grip that has a slice on one side. So you can hook it over your bar, you can hook it over dumbbells, you can hook it over um, a barbell or a pull up bar. Anything that's your standard, you know, one-inch bar, or so three-quarter-inch bar, and if you have that, um, you can put this fat grip over it, and it'll make it, you know, maybe it'll double it two inches. They have an extreme fat grip, so that makes it even thicker. So, you're making that bar a thick bar. You can't close your fingers completely around the bar. Now, what that's going to do is it's going to add a lot more stimulation to your forearm muscles, a lot more stimulation to your brachioradialis, which is basically the muscle between your biceps and uh, your classic forearm muscles. So that's going to really add a lot of forearm stimulation, increase your grip strength dramatically, which will really help your arm training. And it's going to save your elbows. So if you use the fat grips on things like chin-ups and even presses, like bench presses, that fat bar just from not having to squeeze the forearms um, the same way with your fingers closed. So you're having your fingers open and you're using the forearm muscles instead of your elbow, that's gonna really save your elbow. So it's way more joint friendly um, you haven't really experienced it until you try it. I really recommend fat grips to anybody who's serious about their arm training. Great tool. My stuff Jordan loves today. I love fat grips and I like to use them all the time. I use them. I, I rotate them, so I cycle them. So I'll do you know a month using fat grips for pretty much every exercise. That's not something like a deadlift or like a compound lift like that. Any isolation exercise will use fat grips and then I'll go like a month or two without using them and then I'll go back to use them. So I'll cycle them that way just to keep on adding a stimulation to my arms.
1: Stuff Jordan Loves, Workout Wednesday. And
0: I'm back with Workout Wednesday. I'm gonna go over my top five bicep exercises. Now this was super hard. This was a very hard list to make because there's a lot of good exercises. There's hammer curls, dumbbell curls, barbell curls and then so many exercises where biceps are a secondary muscle but work great for the biceps and developing the biceps so it was a hard list to make but i made my top five i'm sure this list will shift as time goes on and it shifts as my training evolves number one for me right now are chin-ups so i have to include chin-ups Chin-ups being palms facing you if you're on a chin-up bar or facing each other. Rings also would be a great movement. I would say ring chin-ups would be over bar chin-ups. I'd prefer rings. Um, So I have to include chin-ups just because they're fantastic at developing bicep strength and bicep uh, development. So it's been said before, and I think I've said before, recommending to clients, you really shouldn't worry about bicep pump. Work and high rep bicep curls and stuff like that until you can really proficiently do chin ups. You know, at least six to eight chin ups. At least if you're a guy, maybe even strap some weight on and do chin ups with extra weight. You need that strength uh, with your back muscles. You need the strength with your arms to pull your own body weight. That should be the primary focus of your training. You shouldn't worry about all the other little stuff when, you know, you can't even pull your body up. To the bar. So, chin ups are my number one. They're really great at developing biceps. Um, Just because it's a secondary muscle group, you want it to be a secondary muscle group. For a lot of people, arms take priority in the chin ups. Uh, Be sure you're using your back muscles. Biceps will just be a secondary one. If you can't do chin ups, uh, start with eccentric chin ups, which means lowering yourself from the bar. So, you know, stand on a chair or a bench, jump up to the bar. Hold yourself at the top for a second and let yourself down as slow as possible. Four to six seconds is a good time to shoot for. Do reps like that. That'll fry your back and biceps and it'll feel great. It'll really help you progress to that first chin up. You can also use bands. Bands are a pretty good way to, to help with the chin ups, but not the best. I prefer lowering yourself slowly and I'm um, also like assisted chin ups. There's machines for this. I don't really like the machines as much as just manual assistance. So that could be a partner helping lift you up through your hard part of the chin up. Or it could be it could be your foot on a chair or something. So you're helping with your foot just enough so you can get yourself up to the bar. And if you want to really work the biceps, hold that top position of the chin up with your chin over the bar for as long as you can that'll really work your biceps. Chin-ups great exercise one that really shouldn't be overlooked should be a staple in your training if you're doing pull movements chin-ups should probably be in the first two or three exercises and definitely should kick off your bicep training. My next one is similar to chin up, so it's using the biceps as a secondary muscle you're using your back first and what this exercise is is rope climbs or hand over hand pulls with a rope. So see I had a hard time. I had a hard time coming up with my list. So I had to combine some being kind of tricky to make them into one exercise. So anything with a rope is going to really work your biceps well. And it'd be best if it was a thick ish rope. So over an inch, so like an inch and a half or more thick rope, battle rope, something like that. So, rope climbs are great for the biceps. I don't have to describe those much. Similar concept to the chin ups how you're pulling, you're using your back, but your arms really have to stay tight the whole time. And you're just really increasing your bicep strength by climbing up that rope. If you can get to the point where you're doing rope climbs without your feet, you're going to have strong arms, you're going to have well developed biceps for sure. And really, Like with that, I want to focus on. I want you to focus on in your training, becoming good at the simple things. So pick a few things that work your whole body that are tough, especially if you're a beginner, and you know get really good at those. If you get really good at rope climbs and you can climb a rope with ease, with your like without your feet, with your feet out in front of you, you're gonna have you know you're gonna be strong. You're gonna have strong arms if you can do chin ups with a lot of your, maybe some extra weight or your whole body weight. know that's gonna really develop your arms nicely people oftentimes focus on the wrong things focus on the things to read in the magazines and really you just got to become strong at a few things and your you know your results will show that much faster the hand over hand pulls with a rope which is my second part of this exercise that i like for biceps hand over hand pulls are great because um it's it's a easy way to work the biceps it doesn't have a lot of stress you're working your back muscles but man, you're working your arms and your forearms you will burn after doing these so have a sled or a weight plate even wrap the rope through it and you're just going to pull the rope hand over hand you know just like you were a sailor pulling up an anchor or something like that uh, that's a great way to add in some frequency to your bicep training another great exercise use a rope for some training if you have access to one and you won't be sorry And my next exercise is a staple, a classic, probably one that you were expecting me to say. That's barbell curls. And I'm gonna say with the fat grips. So barbell or dumbbell curls, I, I wanted to say barbell just because it's such a good compound exercise. Barbell, barbell curls with the fat grips, so you're getting that extra forearm work. You're getting um, a, more squeeze at the top, I notice with the fat grips. You get more work at the top of that movement when it's supposed to be easier and um, it's easier on your elbows, so you're not going to hurt your elbows as much doing just a normal barbell. Now, I prefer the easy bar, so that is the bar that's curved, and that's just because it's easier on your elbows if your hands are slightly facing each other. There's bars that rotate handles. These are all good. Straight barbells can be pretty tough on your wrists and your elbows, so if you have access to uh, like a curly bar, an easy bar, use that if you have access to any specialty bars those are probably better for curls Um, but i do have to include barbell bicep curls just because there's no better bicep developer right so just like if you get strong at chin-ups and rope climbs that'll get you strong and you know strong big arms if you add in barbell curls and become really good at those that's all you'll ever need really the other stuff is just you know one to two percent help compared to these three things so i wanted to put these kind of in the order that i would say they're important and number three is the barbell curls because it's such a compound exercise as you know you're bracing your whole body it's the most compound and isolation movement can get for your biceps and your biceps will get a ton of stimulation and work you can really overload this so you can you know add five pounds to the bar every week you can just increase your reps so go from you know maybe you can do five reps with 100 pounds on the bar and then you know you get up to the point where you can do eight or ten reps with that then you can increase the weight it's really easy to overload this movement get to the point where you can curl you know a good amount of weight don't be afraid uh, to really increase the weight on this just be careful that you're not arching your back too much or using momentum Number four, I'm going to talk about elbow positioning and range of motion, which is what I was saying uh, with my arm tips. So elbow position, I was saying the elbow behind you is a good position to get into the stretch position in your biceps, which is super critical for bicep development and stimulation in your exercises. Sometimes with exercises like the barbell curls, you're not getting that stretch because your bar is in front of you if you let it all the way down you're going to lose tension and you're also not able to go completely stretched because your elbow is either in front of your body or right aligned with your body when the bar hits your legs. So to fix that, there's an exercise called incline dumbbell curls. Now these can be um, done with dumbbells, especially there's also machines that do this. Um, Basically, you're setting an incline bench up. So it's around 45 degrees, uh, 30 degrees, somewhere in there. And you're going to lean back on that bench, your head's back on the bench, you're going to hold a dumbbell in each hand, and you're going to let that dumbbell stretch behind you. Now the elbow is going to be behind you, the dumbbell is going to be perpendicular to the floor, but your body's at an incline. So that means that the dumbbell will be way behind your waist and your elbow will be behind your body. That's going to really stretch the biceps. The hardest point of this movement is the first half. So from the stretch position to 90 that's going to be your hardest position so you're just going to curl the dumbbells up either together or one at a time try not to use your shoulder and swing into each side so if you're alternating uh, don't go too heavy make sure you're controlling it with your biceps and really focusing on that movement coming from your biceps Uh, so that's an incline dumbbell curl one of my favorites Um, it's definitely a staple where you're getting that stretch position and this can be done with dumbbells, machines, kettlebells, bands, uh, you you name it, it's a great exercise, easy to set up, easy for anyone to do, and it's not at all risky for injury as long as you're not going too heavy. Number five, just like the incline dumbbell curl had the elbow behind you, I wanna include an exercise, where it's slightly in front of you, so I wanna talk about dead stop curls now the elbow is not necessarily in front of you in this movement but you are working just the top range of motion now these are currently like my favorite bicep exercise I heard these from Joe DeFranco on his podcast the industrial strength show and I love these because um, you're really getting a good contraction at the end range of motion like a curl so your normal curl when you bring the barbell up to your chest or chin um, Usually, you'll kind of lose some tension at that top position. So, you'll just curl up, you'll get it there, and then it'll come right back down. Dead stop curls are a great way to actually work in that position where your hands are close to your face. Um, There's another good one, just like holding yourself at the top of a chin-up bar. This has a similar feeling. What you'll do, grab a barbell. It can be the easy bar. can be a straight barbell. Put some weight on it. You won't need a ton of weight. It will be less than your... Uh, barbell bicep curl weight probably and you can have your hands Your okay so you're going to be seated knees together and the barbell is going to be resting on your legs okay so it's going to be resting on your thighs your hands are right outside your legs and you're going to curl the barbell up to that top position slowly let it down it's going to come to a dead stop on your legs Let it rest for a second, curl it back up. So you're starting from that 90 degree position, taking a pause. So you're not using any momentum and then you're really flexing hard at the top. So that's kind of a unique movement that I really like right now. I prefer to do it with straight barbell and the fat grips. So you are... You know, getting some extra forearm work and the contraction is that much better at the top just because of those fat grips, the fat bar that you're creating. I love dead stop curls. Hopefully that one made sense. You can search for those on YouTube and you'll probably find uh, some good tutorials on dead stop curls. Definitely a must do um, if you want that little extra push in your bicep training. But I do want to stress again, focus on the big lifts first. So incline dumbbell curls, dead stop curls are great. They'll make your biceps stronger and bigger. Um, more toned if you're a woman, um, but becoming strong on chin-ups, rope climbs, and bar roll, bicep curls are going to be your staples. Those are going to be the things you'll see the most results the quickest.
1: Workout Wednesday.
0: And this concludes another workout Wednesday. Uh, I believe this is episode 11 of the Triple F Podcast. Thanks for listening. And I hope you guys got some good takeaways for your arm training, some good bicep takeaways. Um, Focus on the staples. Get strong in your other exercises. Don't just isolate the arms all the time. Get strong in your whole body. Your arms will respond with the rest of your body. Train them frequently train us uh, you know stimulate the biceps as much as you can train them hard but don't kill yourself every time frequency is more important and try these exercises i i outlined for you those top five if you get good at those i guarantee you, you'll have strong big muscular biceps that's today's workout wednesday thank you for listening to the show thank you for subscribing to those who have subscribed and thank you for checking out the youtube channel Fitness Food and Freedom on YouTube um, where I post some daily vlogs and bonus content uh, and these video podcasts as well and thank you for any reviews I've gotten please leave reviews on iTunes that'll greatly help the show and if you don't know how to do that I outline how to do it at the beginning of the episode and on Facebook so you can check that post out as well you guys got this finish out the week strong I'll see you guys all on Friday where I'm talking Uh, Food and nutrition on a Foodie Friday. See you later.
1: Thank you for listening to the Triple F podcast. Please leave a five star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.